Hey guys, welcome to Cucumber Talks. I'm David and I'm joined by Bryce and Marshall. We're here to have open conversations with people of diverse backgrounds, all walks of life. We just want to kind of be more like Jesus and, um, and just be honest, you know, when shit hits the fan. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about quitting and having doubts, um, difficulties with persevering. When is it okay to quit? Is it okay to quit? Let's kick this off. So have you guys recently uh, come into thoughts of uh, quitting in your life? Work life, love life? Not in my love life so much specifically. I don't know why that but, came into uh, my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it anyway. <laughs> it's worth checking in on the on the two married folks. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I, I have thoughts of quitting all the time because I'm always in the middle of different projects and so on, right? Um, I mean, we've got this show that we're doing, so probably comes up every once in a while of, huh, why am I doing this? What are we doing? Um, I recently quit the church that I've been a part of uh, this year anyway, and I, I changed churches, so there was that. Um, yeah, I mean, I could go on, but. There's, there's always thoughts of quitting in my mind. So it's something I've thought a decent amount about and uh, probably still don't have a great answer for, but that's why it's good to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, same here, man. Uh, I'm, I'm certainly notorious for starting new projects and being really excited about them and going full steam only to lose momentum and kind of forget what I was doing it for in the first place and then quitting and moving on to, to something else. I feel like I've done a, a better job of sticking with, with things, but still like, you know, for the two things or two or three things that I stick with for, for years at a time, there's 10 or 20 things that I'll, I'll start and they'll occupy my time and, and then I'll uh, throw them to the wayside. You know, it's, I, I suffer from grass is always greener for sure. Mm. You know, what it, the, it always, it always looks, things always look better when you don't have them. Just if you did a rundown, what are the two or three things that you have stuck to or things that you would think of in that category? Being self-employed. For the past four or five years, I've stuck to that. My marriage, which mm. definitely has its uh, its a uh, its own share of complications, and being an iPhone user, that's a uh, that's nice. <laughs> being a hundred percent Apple, I've, I've stuck with that for the last five years. It's been pretty consistent. Mm. Vaping. <laughs> Vaping. How long's that been? <laughs> uh, since I was maybe 
Um, between maybe around 20. So wow. 14 years. So you're like an OG. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when vaping came out, but it feels <laughs> like it was, yeah. Pre-Jewel. That's what I was going to say. Most of my friends that I know that vape got into it more recently, like the last five years, not, not going back 10 years. Yeah. It seems like, uh, it's like difficult to quit at times, but then it's, if you think about something else, it, it's very easy to quit. Hmm. And I'm curious what you guys think for me. I, I feel like when my, when my heart is not in something or my, you know, like Bryce said, excitement, um, it's easy to not, um, be all in on something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, what's interesting for me, as I think about it, I actually think of myself as a very loyal person, um, almost, you know, to a fault in some cases where like, I'll look back and be like, oh, wow, I stuck with that way longer than I should have. But it's also weird because, and that's why I asked the question, because I, so, so there's some things that I've stuck with for a long time. And, and there's other things that, yeah, I feel like I'm quitting all the time, like <laughs> projects and, and things. Um, I actually try to frame it, not so much as quitting in my mind, because I don't think of myself as a quitter. What about you? Do you guys think of yourself as quitters? I personally don't, but yeah, I, I think you're spot on with the, <laughs> the framing you know, to try to make yourself sound uh, better. <laughs> what about it's you, a, Bryce? It's an interesting distinction, right? Like if you frame yourself as a non-quitter, then, <laughs> then maybe you do end up spending a lot of time, extra time in things that you're not really passionate about. Can you Can you repeat that? If you're, if you think of yourself as a non-quitter, you spend more time in things like you're that saying, you're not like passionate you're saying, about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand. You're, you're saying that uh, you've you've spent a lot of time in things that because you're loyal, you don't abandon ship, and then you end up sinking a lot of your time into those things because you're afraid to cut it loose, mm -hmm. or you're too proud to cut it loose. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm more of the opposite. Like I'll just cut things loose mm -hmm. probably preemptively before I give them enough time to fully develop. Mm -hmm. You know, like one of those things we, we're talking about off air. It's like this podcast, you know, it's hard to know whether we're on to something or whether we're wasting time. Mm -hmm. I can't make that distinction yet especially because recently we've decided to actually create a structure and, and talk more about specific topics and uh, work on getting guests and these types of things and actually improving our, our skills as podcasters before we were just having more or less free talks with each other about our, what was going on in our lives. And now we're actually trying to do something different and 
it's hard to know how much time to give something. It's hard to know whether even if you do put in the time, whether there's going to be some type of uh, progress or traction or whether we are able to achieve what we're setting out, setting out to do. It's hard to, to know those things. Um, and if you don't, if you feel, if, if you're not confident that you can succeed in something, that's when the doubt starts to slip in and you're more likely to quit. It's hard to, you know, I think most projects take a good amount of time to get off the ground if they have any type of enduring success. I think about my business and, you know, it took me two years to start to see any type of meaningful results. So there were so many opportunities to quit, but I hung on because I think I saw potential. You know, there would be moments where you could see that it was possible to succeed. So throughout all the failures and the lack of progress, and you know, those days when you would have zero sales for seven days straight and you just felt like quitting, I felt like quitting, I would still imagine the potential and the possibilities. I'm kind of curious what your all's thought is and the doubt level that you have for for this podcast? I like that question. I think it assumes a question that I'll try to ask because in order to answer that question, personally, I have to ask myself, well, what does success look like? So if I'm asking myself, what's my doubt level of succeeding if succeeding is, you know, number one on Apple for a year straight, I have a pretty high doubt level. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my doubt's a Uh, lot simpler than that. My doubt starts with like my own personality and my own skills and also judging you all and what you're capable of. So I doubt myself as like, do I even have the personality? Do I even have the... Um, the potential to become a type of personality or have the ideas that other people in this world want to listen to. Right. Can I create engaging content with my words? It it, it basically comes down to that. Like, or or even just because the other... like when I go to the opposite extreme of the Apple podcast for a year question, if success is, will I just still want to do this through all of 2022? If success is, yeah, at the end of 2022, I just still want to do it, regardless of listeners, regardless of where everything else, will I still want to do it? If that is a measure of success, that's a different question of what my doubt level is. But even that is a question because it like some days I'm like, yeah, I don't know, maybe not, you know? <laughs> so you kind of have to figure out like, well, what are we level? What are we, what are we measuring it on? So you're, you're thinking more in terms of like. Yeah. Mine is self-doubt and level. also like execution doubt. Like I have doubts that you 
you all and myself included can execute on creating compelling content and also getting compelling guests. You know, what I get really excited about, I get excited about our mission when we talk about it, about bringing on all different types of people onto the show to talk about their faith and their beliefs and their backgrounds in church. You know, like that stuff, I love talking about it because it's so dear to my heart. You know, for so long, I kind of tried to erase my childhood and I was ashamed of my childhood. And now I'm trying to like learn from it and embrace it. Like, okay, I was homeschooled. Okay. I did grow up in a conservative Protestant non-denominational whatever type of church and that stuff shaped me into the person i am and i'm so interested in hearing your all stories about it i'm interested in bringing on guests who have similar backgrounds and completely different backgrounds you know i'd love to talk to people who grew up in even stricter conditions like cults and and things like that so i question our execution can we commit energy to bring on interesting people onto the show and i question our ability to uh interview them and uh uh get their story out in the best way possible yeah those are those are my doubts whenever i think of quitting i always have to throw seth godin in there <laughs> because he has the whole book called the dip and i don't know back in the day when i started blogging there was a WordPress plugin called what would Seth Godin do? <laughs> you guys remember this? <laughs> I was read the dip. It would, the, uh, the plugin would pop up like Seth Godin would want and have a different message at the top of your blog post, depending upon what type of visitor it was. So anyway, that plugin though, kind of reminds me because the dip, the, like the main thing that I remember from that book was the simple idea that whatever you do, you're going to have a dip. Like whatever you do, whether you're, whether you would end up succeeding or whether you would end up feel, failing, whether you do something simple, whether you do something difficult, whether you do so, everything is going to have a dip. And I think I remember that because a lot of times I don't think that there's going to be a dip, <laughs> like, right? Like you get into something that you're really excited about, like a podcast or a, you know, a new whatever book project for me or whatever, you know, these things. And it's like, all right, here we go. And you're all fired up. And then the dip starts to hit and it might not even be the big part. It might be the, just the beginning part where you're like, really, do we have the talent to pull this off? And so anyway, I, I say all that because starting from the position that there's going to be this. And then asking yourself, well, what do you do when, when those things come up? And that's exactly what we're talking about here. Like, what, what, what do you do? Is it worth trying even if you fail? Because of course it's worth trying if you're going to succeed. If, 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 if the outcome, if, if trying and succeeding isn't worth it, then of course that's a stupid proposition, right? Like if, if you're trying to do something and the end result isn't a good idea, then okay, don't do that. That's, that's not the hard question. The hard question is, is it worth trying even if you'd fail? And, and that's why I'm still in this and why I'm excited about it, because I do believe in some ways we're just getting started. I still doubt, I still have doubts about our own talents and abilities, but I do believe we can get better and get better enough to create 
the platform that I dream of creating. You know, I think we, the three of us, are capable of creating a platform where people can come on and just talk their shit, you know, about their faith and their beliefs and where they're at with religion and whether they're not into it anymore, whether they are into it. You know, I think we can create that. And I think that's worth creating because, you know, this it's an important part of your people's lives. And I want to, selfishly, I like hearing about it. I like people telling me their stories about their upbringings and what they believe now. It's, it's fascinating. And I want to hear all different types of, of perspectives and backgrounds that I haven't encountered before. I want to talk to interesting people that have different backgrounds that I'm not familiar with. And I, I believe we have a shot at doing that. What if it didn't, what if it didn't get there though? Would it, would you look back on it and be like, yeah, that was kind of a waste of time. No, because I believe that should exist in the world and I want to try to create it. If I fail creating it, if we can't pull it off, then I'll still be proud of, of the attempt. So let's say that we do fail in one year. Will you guys still have wanted to continue for another year? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the thing, right? It's like, how much time do you give yourself to pull it off? When do you know that it's just, you're not coming out of this dip? <laughs> like it's, it's a permanent dip. Uh, because if I remember the book correctly, it's like, take your losses. You know, it's admirable to quit. Right, right, right. And He's not just about pushing through. He's right. It's not about pushing. About it. Like yeah. push, give it, give it some time, and give it some your, your like your best effort, but also know when to, to call it an L. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, I'm just a big proponent of time on things and framing the whole thing as as a try. Even though Yoda's like, do or do not, there is no try. Like, I absolutely reject that. <laughs> I'm like, everything is a try. Um, because what, <laughs> what that allows us to do, right, is if you put a time limit on it or, you know, let's say, okay, let's go for another year. And if you, if you, at the end of that, if we don't have a podcast that's, I don't know what success is for us, but let's say has a new guest on every week, they're interested we're starting you know listener numbers are growing we're excited about it we've got a rhythm and a system in place to actually accomplish that it starts to feel easier because we're in a groove all of that is you know things that i think of that are successful for us um but let's say we don't get there calling it a try a lot of people don't like doing that because it doesn't feel like you're committed. But my thing is, it doesn't mean that you're not committed. Just say that you're going to put a time limit on it. Just be like, when you get to this time, I'm going to go all in until I get to this finish line time. And at the end of that finish line time, if I haven't gotten where I want to be, then be like, well, what did I learn? What can I take from this experience? What lessons can I, if I start another podcast or I start another project, what can I learn from this? That can be a win. It doesn't have to be that it's a loss because 
the whole, you know, we didn't continue. But if you have this indefinite time frame, then you're always daily, minute by minute, month by month, you're questioning like, well, should we keep going? Should we quit going? When's the time where we quit? Instead of being like, we're not quitting. We're definitely not quitting until this time in the future. So be all in until then. Mm-hmm. And then when you do have those doubts, I, I, I do tend to adjust the time sometimes. So like on tough days, I'm like, hey, it's super tough. I don't know if we can make it a year. Let's do a month. Let's see where we're at in a month, you know, so you can t- kind of adjust the time a little bit. Um, but yeah, the timing is, is the key to me. Timing and also building, knowing a model, I think is as important as the timing. Right. So Once you put the timing it, there, then put figure the out a system. What and are you also do? create a system. So that's what we're working. Like we just, it's pretty fresh, right? We've kind of changed the structure, what, about a month, month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. But we've yet to create a system that mm-hmm. can help us achieve our goals. Mm-hmm. So we have the goal of bringing on interesting people but we haven't built that system yet. We're building it now to create kind of this framework for how we bring on interesting guests of different backgrounds. And that's a challenge for us because we can't just reach from our immediate network and find these interesting guests of all different backgrounds. So we do have to do some digging and networking and a cold outreach of sorts. Um, and that, that seems to be a challenge that we've, we've yet to kind of cement a system for. I would start I think- to feel discouraged if, if our time frame is a year, I would start to feel discouraged if we still haven't built that system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing too is you know, we've had some cancellations or some, some rescheduling things go on over the past couple of weeks that also make it discouraging. So even when we, so I definitely agree on the system. I also think though, that just getting some quick wins would be really helpful for us right now, because <laughs> it seems like in my mind, it seems like there could be some, uh, like it, once you get a quick win, it makes it, then you have more motivation to build the system around it. It's like, oh, okay, well, that's how this works. Okay, cool. Let's build the system. But right now it feels like we haven't really had those wins. It's kind of like, okay, what are we going to talk about this week while we still try to figure out the system? Mm. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is <laughs> it, it, it could feel discouraging on both fronts because you don't have the quick wins. We don't have the system. What are we doing here? We're just spinning our wheels. Why? Why? You know? Mm. But at the same time, I still feel encouraged because we're real. like these types of conversations. I think we excel at these types of conversations where we can be upfront and honest and talk about, you know, that's what we've been practicing for the last year. We've kind of honed that skill and we have to stay true to that, I believe, where we can set an example and model to, to other people that it's okay to talk about things that make you uncomfortable. It's okay to talk about things that you're insecure about. It's okay to talk about that you don't have a huge network where you can reach from and have guests lined up for the next year. It's okay to talk about how you don't have 
10,000 Twitter followers, but you want to build a social media following and a way to connect with people. Just to talk about where you really are. That's a, that's a skill that we've developed. And so, it, would be, that's true. It, and, it would be inauthentic of us to pretend like we're in a different place other than that. And the it skills... Seems, um, go ahead, Marshall. I was just going to say the skills that we're struggling with, the system, the part of the system that we're struggling with is the part that we haven't been doing for the past year mm-hmm. plus. It's the reaching out to guests. It's the, that kind of thing. And that's, you know, it's, it's difficult. It's new, but I'm willing to take a bet that we can figure that out. What were you going to say, David? Um, I was just going to say it, it seems like when you were talking, Bryce, it seems like you were saying almost, and correct me if I'm wrong, a low is necessary for a high. Is that, is that true? I agree with Marshall and the fact that, you know, nothing's a straight line up and nothing's nothing worth doing is easy or comfortable through, throughout the entire experience. So yes, I I do think there are lows and highs to everything. And um, sometimes even when it is a straight line, yeah, (laughs) even when it is a straight line, all highs well, if you're if you're not failing you're not doing hard enough things you're not difficult mm. things that aren't things that are too easy it's a good takeaway or you're and just framing it your the wrong fails, way <laughs> i mean that's that's how i'm choosing to live right now if you're if your fails aren't getting more intense or crazier then you're i feel like you're living too comfortably I have a list of failures and I love that list. Not even, not even mm. failures, but just challenges. You know, ideally we stick with this podcast. We start to get traction. And right now our challenge is getting on interesting guests. Mm-hmm. Guests that we mm-hmm. want to talk to, guests who have a story to share. That's our challenge right now. Hopefully by next year, our challenge is greater than that. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully and we have a challenge where we're we're getting backlash on social media and like people are calling for us to get canceled. And then we have to deal with that. You know, like that's not something that would even present itself right now because we haven't done the initial part. You know, we haven't, uh, we haven't figured out the first challenge, but you know, it keeps on getting bigger and bigger as you, as you succeed. I don't know why it is that like shitty times or like downtimes make me feel uh, excited to like push it back up. Is that, is that like normal? Is that something everybody feels? Hmm. Your question is you get excited about being in the dip and yeah. Like when I'm in the dip, I'm more motivated to and excited to push against that or to kind of like push it back up the hill, you know? I mean, not to say that we're up any hill, but, (laughs) you know, it just, it's motivating. Hmm. No, I don't, I don't have that experience typically unless Hmm. I'm in like dire circumstances. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, what do like, you I don't know. Back against you know, the wall. I'm back against the wall. I don't know how I'm going to pay for rent next month. Those type of circumstances are motivating because, hmm. you know, like you don't want to have to go back to your parents' basement or something like that. That Right. That's, that's a wake up call. That's definitely a, a, hmm. a kick know, in the butt. But if yeah. I'm, <clears throat> that makes sense. Suffering some type of, if I'm, if I'm having a challenge right now, you know, with the podcast or with something that's not life or death, it's easy for me to kind of get into a slump and a negative mindset or like, man, you should just quit. You could be doing something way more productive. Well, it goes back to what you said, I think in the beginning of this conversation about the vision and I, I think mm. I, we've talked about this, that we, I don't think we have a clear enough vision for, let's just say we're talking about the show, because if, if that vision was very clear and the destination was very clear, then, then there would be back against the wall pain of not achieving that or mm. not getting there. But because it's fuzzy, because it's kind of like, well, we kind of want to have some guests on and we kind of want to have people listening to us and maybe that'll lead to good life will feel upbeat in life because we're doing good you know i you know it's getting things out there it's kind of wishy-washy and then it and then mm. so so leaving that and going on to some other project of i don't want to do that i want to start a tree chopping down company that sounds pretty cool let's do that okay or whatever the alternative <laughs> is right like whatever it is that you quit the podcast to, we'd go do um those things can feel clearer so it almost seems like in this case, it might be a matter of, you know, like I said, putting that timeline, but then also be like, okay, at that timeline or, or even beyond that timeline, what are we, what is the giant thing and what is the pain that it would be like if we didn't pursue that? And then if the pain is really not that, that bad, then maybe we really shouldn't be pursuing it because maybe it's not as, not that worthwhile, you know, but if it is, if it is something that's inspiring then maybe there is something to go after and it's like oh okay i don't want to start that tree chopping down company because dude that's stupid compared to what we're going to create here yeah dude you said that really well it's it kind of beautiful <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks you, you just made me realize this is a big part of my social life outside of the time i have with you guys and guests that we bring on in my day-to-day -day life, I don't really get to sit down with friends and intentionally have thought-provoking conversations or th conversations about things that make us feel scared or uncomfortable. So if this wasn't in my life, I feel like there would be a big gap and it is worth holding on to. And it does get better when you, I believe it will get even better when we do intentionally try to scale it or grow it. Just that, that social time where you get to. I agree. Yeah. Be around cool people. Yeah. I think it's cool for us because we get more influences hitting us mm -hmm. from various, various people. I think it's cool for the other people who are on the show because they're getting sort of that same you know, openness, sort of feeling out what other people are thinking about topics, maybe some pushback, maybe some agreement type things. And then hopefully for listeners as well, 
who aren't maybe participating in the conversations, but maybe they are when they, you know, talk with another friend about the show or, or, you know, I know personally at work, I've talked to people or, or friends or my brother, we've had conversations that have spawned from the podcast. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, I heard your episode on this. I didn't know you thought that mm-hmm. that's a great place to start the conversation. Yeah. I love that. I'm glad we had this conversation. It makes me realize how important it is to have these types of conversations. I think it's healthy. It's good to be able to take things that you're uncomfortable saying and get it out there in the world. Mm -hmm. And I think it's healthy to be able to talk about where you're at in your spiritual development, where you're at Mm -hmm. in your faith what you're questioning, what you're doubting, how your beliefs have evolved, <laughs> evolved, evolved over the, the past few months or evolved over the past few years or evolved since your childhood. It's, it's something that I, I probably take for granted that we've established here. And I want to give the opportunity to, to other people as well. So if anyone's listening, is thinking about quitting, talk about quitting and uh, you'll be okay. <laughs> For sure. It feels like that's been the, the theme of this show since we didn't know what we were doing, talking about influencers to the previous format to what we're trying to do now. The main thing has always come back to start with talking about it. I think that's a good place to stop. Final thoughts. We're not quitting the podcast anytime soon. We've got a... (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I I definitely have a vision for it. I think Mm -hmm. we all share that same vision where people can come on and talk about their struggles, talk about what they're going through, their their successes, their, their spiritual path, whether they're doubting their faith, what they believe in a place where you know, they're not going to be criticized or tried like nobody, nobody on here is going to try to convert you to their own beliefs. Most of the time. I mean, Marshall <laughs> might, but maybe Marshall. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> yeah. That's safe space to talk your shit. There you go. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I guess my final thought would be kind of, what I already said. Yeah. Talk, um, if you're listening to this and, you know, before we started recording this actual episode, I think there was some question about whether talking about quitting a podcast or quitting in general or doubt how that related to spirituality or Christianity. Mm-hmm. And to sum it all up in my mind, anyway, it all is the same thing. Yeah. Like I'm, I, uh, it's all life. It's all spirituality. It's all related together. So talking about it, whether you put the label in a Christian context (laughs) or in a whatever context, spiritual context, or in a atheist context. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's all the same stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. hundred percent, hundred percent agree. Alrighty, let's stop it there. First off, I want to thank you both for sharing your thoughts about quitting and experiencing doubt. 
I'm sure everyone can truly relate to this as we've all faced it in one way or another. So thank you guys. I also want to thank the audience. Uh, anybody who's listening, we, we appreciate all of you, truly. If you guys have any questions, any feedback, any thoughts, something you like, something you don't like, please reach out, let us know. Our email is in the show notes, so just get in touch. And with that being said, we'll see you next time on Cucumber Talks, where all beliefs get to be heard.